Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It's me, Dan, and my friend, former roommate, bootleg software seller, Hunter, the consumer. <laughs> I go by the name, uh, I forgot what it was, I'm KJ Boone. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for uh, sticking it out with us. I know last week there was a usurper in my chair. He will be punished. Dan is being dealt with hate mail, poops and bads, poop dollars. But uh, happy to be back. Happy to, happy to be with you all. Yeah, you were simply usurped, and uh, you took back your chair. You're the rightful heir to the What Are You Watching throne. So we're happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, ex-roommate, bootleg software hunter, KJ Boone. All right, KJ, let's kick it. Sure. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Today is Wednesday. You'll listen to this on Thursday. We're a day late. Happy birthday, Hunter's girlfriend, Rachel. That is why we are a day late. Um, Mm -hmm. Was there a special dinner? You treat her to some clams? Clams Casino, oysters? I would say when you see Rachel and I go out for a bite to eat, oysters are always involved. Um, yes, we went to this really nice American gastro-y modern restaurant. Mm. It's one of those where you keep ordering a bunch of small items and you just keep ripping off the menu, mm. you know? So it's not like I'm getting this and you're getting the rejoule. It's like we're getting five of these different dishes and we're mixing and matching. It was quite delicious. Right. And it's like American, it's tapas for Americans, but it's just usually like overpriced and they call it a gastropub and or was it, or was it nice? It was was a good time. I I was nervous about going there. It had been recommended by a few of my friends and her friends. Typically birthdays. I love a good old Italian joint, something like that. Classic, classic meal, you know, lobster ravioli with vodka sauce. So I was like, let's do something different. And it was freaking outstanding they would fire almost everything on on the menu we ended up sitting under this huge fake tree which i feel like in their heads they're thinking we have to get rid of that tree but for us it it felt like we were in the amazon rainforest so it was pretty good okay so like rainforest cafe a little bit but a gastro american pub yes nice overpriced it was i was correct about that delicious though delicious delicious that's good because the restaurant I worked at, um, it was considered a gastro pub, and it's supposed to be the same idea. You get plates, but like, there was obvious appetizers, there was obvious meals, right? And our pizza or cheese pizza was like seventeen dollars, and it was shitty shredded cheese out of a bag mm-hmm. and shitty dough and just tomatoes and water for the sauce, and I made right. it. Right. So, and then also they always use the excuse that um, instead of firing out the food together. He would just go, it's a gastro pub, right? And you're sitting there with Rachel and me and someone, right? And then you just get your meal. And then five minutes later, I get my meal. And that was just the chef's excuse. He goes, it's not that type of restaurant. You get your food That's, when it's ready. <laughs> they warned us of that. They go, you should put everything in at once so our chefs know how to bring it out. And I'm thinking, well, we want to both at the same time. Didn't happen with anything. I will say what was cool. You get their menu probably 12 items total 
and each item down got bigger and bigger. Mm. So the first thing on the menu was $4 deviled eggs, two deviled eggs. Mm. And the last thing on the menu was an entire pork chop. <laughs> yeah. and, and the thing below it was a, <laughs> like a whole fish. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was, it was gourmet, you know, no yeah. pizza, there were no burgers. It was weird mushroom dishes and, and chicken liver and cow tongue. And it was really bougie, good. and the head the head chef and the owner went to the Culinary Institute. Yeah, I uh, good for him. I wanted to compare it's a to her. It's a her. Nah. It's a her. I'm gonna cut you right there. That's yeah. what's wrong with this country. Cut out my tongue. I'm um, not misogynistic. Yeah, all I was saying is the restaurant I worked at thought it was the restaurant you were at. The restaurant you were at sounds good. The restaurant I was at was not good. But if you were 28 and you live in media, we have nice cocktails. You take a picture of it next to the fried pickles. You put it on Instagram. You're a millennial. You think this is it. All right. What's the That's guy's it. name? Sean? Who? Oh, Bobby? Pizzas? Bob- me and, Bobby. <laughs> me, and, me and Chef Pizza Bobby? <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Um, moving on from the restaurants. Yeah. Well, th- thank you. I'll make sure Rachel knows that you told her happy birthday. Well, did you not see my Snapchat I sent her? It was an unbelievable video, but I'm just so the viewers know that, you know, your love is not lost. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I did want to note, I didn't say it, today we will, me and Hunter are a bit unorganized. I need to, I'm the organizer guy, right? I put that on me. We have an I office manager. I, I just moved. We had Matt Barker and Josh Joshua here. Yeah. And whatever you say, it's been chaotic. Yeah. So we're I, working on that. We're a day late. You know? We're day late. I have stuff going on. We're just doing episode eight of House of Dragon. We're working on the organization skills. We're working on getting some bits going, some getting more structure going for our usual five viewers. Um, so Strip we're working on that. roulette wheel. Ooh, what's your name? KJ Boone? This KJ Boone. It's going to be spin the wheel. This episode, Daniel is wearing a pink wig and coconut bra. Hmm. And I'll be wearing just painted on nipples. You know, something outrageous. <laughs> right, like like big, giant, scary nipples. I'm going to wear a long tie. And the, the tie is just going to be a, a penis. <laughs> so it's like a penis necktie. Yeah. All right. Maybe we won't spin the wheel. <laughs> All right. I was just throwing up bad ideas. We'll let the fans vote. I don't think you should just cast that out. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, do the fans hear this, right? If we don't clip it and put it on Twitter... Will they listen? Do the fans hear it? Mm. 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 Makes you ponder, doesn't it? It makes you think. Um, Moving on, today <laughs> is Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, we my dudes. Had a, we had a solid week of football. Mm. Eagles win. Bills win. Um, Bills win big. Um, let's say this. Who who was a winner of the week for you? Any winners? Any losers? Well, of course, Bills and Birds always. Right. Um, let's start the loser. Loser Lions got blanked by the uh. Patriots. They should. I, and I took the bet and I called him. I called Danny the wine man here right after the one o'clock slate, 11 a.m. for me. And I go, it was a rat line the whole time. It was a rat, was line. A rat there's, line. There's no way the Patriots should have been favored against the number one offense doesn't matter i don't want to talk about winner of the week Taysom hill picked him up and started him at the tight end spot dude went for nice. 35 points so uh he's a winner you know and but you can't make him the starting quarterback because he'll suck so that's it's good it's good that he's a tight end yeah he's a plumber he's an electrician he does it mm-hmm. all i mm-hmm. think he recovered a fumble on a kickoff too 
Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not watching that game. No, no. Uh, the losers would be me and Alvin Kamara, who had mm. 170 total yards and no touchdowns, while Taysom mm. took in three. Mm. Um, he's a poacher. It was a little upsetting. <laughs> Uh, he's another yeah another loser is me again who mm. couldn't and my nose my mm. loser was my nose who couldn't sniff out a rat line that <laughs> lion's it was so obvious it was a rat line i couldn't sniff it out i bet on it oh. all right another loser again me for losing all my FanDuel credit in three days oh. on all the nfl games started with the broncos snowballed oh. Oh. got aggressive started spanking me didn't sniff out the rat line. Oh. Done. Oh. Gone. Credit. 200. Credit gone. 200? Oh, jeez. I did credit. I did hit on Titans minus one. Carson Wentz can't finish in the goal line. Uh, <laughs> uh, huge stop for us. Um, I smell and they, that. Yeah, that was a little. It wasn't like a deep burp. It just was kind of a nasty one. Just enough. Just <sighs> enough. You know. <laughs> you didn't even, real quick, you didn't even say anything about my Oh, head. nice cut, dude. For the fans, should I do a Drake profile? Yeah, yeah let's get your profile. <laughs> How did it look? I don't. The shape of your head was kind of. I do it one more time. Then say right, nothing. Right. Say nothing was. Do a Drake quote. Nothing was the same. <laughs> I was running through the six with my woes. Good. You look like you look like a fucking pinhead caveman from the side. Something's going on, dude. Your camera's distorting you. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just so built, you know. It's like fucking. The camera loves tough. me. Your Dell, your Dell camera did you dirty. <laughs> you know what? I'm the problem because I could sniff out sniff a rat out the, line. My nose didn't work. <laughs> we know better. We what? What was the rat line we sniffed out hard? Um, earlier this Dolphins. season, Bengals Dolphins. We sniffed what that one hard, and then you we sniffed. Uh, you sniffed, and I fell for the trap. Uh, Niners Rams on Monday Night Football. Early, yeah, yeah. Divisional. Thanks, Trevor Hogan, for banging me for yeah. just pulling down my pants and fucking me. Ah, Noah Syndergaard's in for the Phils. Good for him. Thor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to week, what is it? Week six of the NFL. Six, yeah. Huh? Week six of the NFL. Um, me and Hunter sponsored by DraftKings, FanDuel, Barstool Sportsbook, BetMGM, uh, points bet, Caesars, Caesars. Nice. Yep. Um, yeah, we're, we're actually sponsored by all the sports books. So thank you. We're going to give, uh, we're going to give you guys Dan, Danny, the Y man's best bet, Hunter, the consumer's best bet. And then Hunter, the consumer handshaking, Danny, the wine man team bet. Also parlay with our best bets. Also yes. bills and birds parlay every week. Every week. So that's, you're going to always carry that over. It's going to keep building up and building right. up and building up. Did they follow that? If you took the Bills, Birds, best parlay every week, you'd be what, four and one? I, I think I think the Birds have covered everything but, know. But, so, the, but the Cardinals game. Money lines. Money lines, yes. All right, give me your best bet, consumer. Best bet. That's it. it churning in my head. Vikings minus three and a half at Miami. Third backup quarterback. Makes you think it's a rat line. It's not. Delvin no. finally got churning. Justin Jefferson is hot. And the big cherry on top. 
They are playing at the one o'clock time slot. There will be no extra eyes on Kirk Cousins. No. He will do his job and people will watch the highlights later and go good for him. Yeah, he's all about that Cole's cash. Inflation's been hurting him. Yep. Yep. Um, but the Vikings offenses look good. Um they are starting to fire. Dalvin looks healthy, so I like that bet. Yeah. Uh best bet for Danny the Wine Man. Stuck between two right now. One's a dog, one's a favorite. Both are away. I'm leaning toward them. They're due. I'm gonna take Bengals minus two. While the Bengals have they? they're in New Orleans. Say it. They're in New Orleans. At New Orleans. Oh, when the Saints say, hey. oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints come marching in. Go down oh. in the bayou. Down, down in the, in the bayou. bayou. R.I.P. Steve Gleason. Double fries in the bayou. Rest in peace. Um, mm. I think the Bengals are not only due for when they need a win. Um, two points is reasonable against the Saints team who has been hit or miss, but pretty miss. Yeah, hit or miss. You know what? I take it. I'm Whoa. gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with it. I put it okay, in. I, I cashed say, it. That, that does not inspire hope amongst the fans. <laughs> if you go, I take it back. Oh. It's early to bet. I'm a more of a Sunday morning guy while I'm on the treadmill. Uh, 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 Wait, what's our best bet together? Let me whisper it into the mic so the viewers okay. don't hear it. Jags plus two at Indianapolis. So we have for the combined best bet, Danny Wyman, Hunter the Consumer, Jags plus two against Indy. Yeah, you're, you're down for that? You're down for that? Yeah, of course. We agreed on it before. Right. I just think, um, well, the Jags have spiraled a little bit. They had a tough matchup against Philly, and then they lost to who this week? Houston, Texas. Houston. You know, Lovey Smith, he's a good coach. He wants to win. Um, I Black think Dougie... man, white beard. Yes, <laughs> that's fact. I think uh, the Colts, without both running backs, possibly, I think it's time for the Jags, the kings of the AFC South, get one back. Wow. <laughs> it's not a Jaguar. It's wow. Or like, wow. Something like that. Nice. I dig it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Your face is frozen, which was throwing me off because, no, you're back now, but I, your face didn't move, and I just heard Jaguar sounds for a, a bit there. Consumer? I'm here. Okay. All right, you're unfrozen again. Okay. Yeah, your new house Wi-Fi is dog shit. No, it's really good. It's This is the best I've ever seen you come in. Like, it's not glitching at all. You look perfect. I mean, you have you move every 10 seconds. That sounds like a you thing. Is it? I have 600 megabytes per second. I'm humming. You're using Spectrum, dude. It's fucking dog ah, shit. Century Link. Century Link. <laughs> I wish I got Xfinity, though. Their customer service is so much better. Right. You're all about that customer service. Um. So, before we move on, anything else? What's going on with the new place? Um. It's nice. Uh, uh, the dishwasher broke. Ah. Uh, can't open the windows because they're painted shut. Oh, so I just got to chisel away at it. Fresh you, coat. Yeah. Um, shaved my face in the sink and it clogged the sink. So no more okay. of that. Okay. The house is really nice though. Just yeah. Got it aerated. That's nice. I was, you know, no experience on my end, but when you move from like a nice new apartment complex to a house, it's just like, ah. I think this All house the... was built in 1893. Yeah, you know, stuff's it's like that. Yeah. It's an old spore. 
but you're making it you're making it a home rach is decorating it's, it it's homey it's homey i got a, a mount in the tv this week got a big mount for the, for the flat screen huh. i'm gonna go full full lounge mode full lounge phd nice i dig that thanks man yeah absolutely um so we move on let's do it h-o-t-d e-8 yeah i just got hit with a wave of 10 30 sleepiness i'm gonna bounce back though respect yeah we don't want this to be stale we're gonna be on our toes yeah no i'm wide awake it's only eight o'clock for me all right uh yeah to recap hunter's best bet was not the dolphins vikings minus three and a half vikings minus three my best bet Bengals minus two at new orleans you combo those that's a parlay our bet together (laughs) can't lose bet jags plus two at indianapolis Wow. Um, and then Bills Birds Parlay Bills, every Birds week. Parlay. Bill, Bill, Bills Birds Parlay every week. And then anytime touchdown score, Irv Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. JR period. <laughs> I am KJ Boone. KJ Boone. All right. Um, we're done. We're done. We're moving on. I think KJ Boone would be like my grunge Seattle underground radio station name yeah yeah i'm I like kj that. boone welcome back to 96.8 the axe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you have you have like this what do they call the big piercings this gauges. gauges you have gauges a long healthy black beard nice Slip. dark glasses you have a septum piercing and my name is kj <laughs> and you're an axe throwing coach my name is kj boone welcome back to the axe 108.9 what type of music are you playing some underground metal shit? Nirvana, Lead Belly, you know, a bunch of just crazy stuff. Right. You you don't drink any coffee ice. Everything's ice, everything's hot, everything's black yeah. coffee. Yep. I um, wear leather, a lot of leather. Yeah. We know you like your leather. And I moonlight as a Starbucks barista. Mm. Cosplay? Moonlight. People What's that? people don't know what KJ Boone looks like. Uh-huh. So my day job, uh, 108.9 The Axe is after hours. Right, that's so all FM. I make my big money baristing in downtown Seattle in that DMZ zone. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're all FM radio. No, there's no all visuals. FM. We're no the visuals. Po- We're the new media. We're a podcast. Yeah. We're the future. Yeah, yeah. New media. You hear me? You know what? You know what's going on. I do. I always know what's going on. Yeah. Because I am the new media. Yeah. Do you want to talk about dragons? Yes. Yes, I'm pumped. Are you? I'm pretty juiced, yeah. All right. We had episode eight, something of the tides. I want to say Lord of the Tides. I am yeah. correct. Episode eight, Lord of the Tides. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this episode, compared to episode seven, I would say it was a more emotional character episode. Um, less action. Less quick crazy oh he's alive he's dead mm-hmm. oh my god more like holy shit patty considine as viserys was an amazing actor and it's more like you know this is some this is some good shit i don't know about you but for the first maybe 40 minutes of the episode i feel like every minute that went on i could just hear a faint tick-tocking noise right because Renera and Damon are there to make sure they can put their son on. Uh, I can't even think of it right now. In my head's spinning. Uh, the Lord Drift of the Mark. Tides. Drift Drift Mark. Mark. 
and it's a it's a, a race to the king before they have the meeting, right? right? So everyone's like, oh, we're here. Let's go see him. Let's go see him. And the whole time, are they going to get in? Is he going to understand? Too much milk of the poppy? The milk of the puppy. Out. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't expecting any violence, but I kind of had this feeling that whatever happened in this episode was going to set up the rest of the show inevitably because it feels like we're finally at that point. So I was stressed out. I was no, stressed you- out pretty much the whole episode. You make a good point. And it was that underlying anxiety and anticipation of something bad is going to happen. Yes, yes, yes. Which a lot of shows do, um, specifically like Severance. Like nothing is happening, but you keep thinking something bad's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of that feeling throughout the episode, I felt. Right. At any moment, at any moment, I thought Viserys was going to croak before he got to back Renera's claim. Right? right. You know what I mean? He's on the bed. Father, father, I'm here. It's your daughter. Tell them my son's going to be the Lord of Driftmark. Yeah. And he's off the poppy. I was thinking, oh, he's getting up. He's going to die on the bed. Oh, he's walking to the Iron Throne. He's going to impale himself on accident on the thing, right? Yeah. Just at any moment, he wasn't going to get it out. And then Otto and the rest of the Greens were going to go, all right, case closed. You're fucked. Right? I was just waiting for him to croak. I was waiting for him to croak. And something I wasn't putting together, but I knew, like, once Viserys dies, the war starts. Uh, yeah, correct. Right. Like, the second he the second he hunches over is he say she say naysayers craziness. You know, I said this in the last episode when you were out, R.E.P. Um, but with Lenor, it's like not a spoiler. He's coming back, right? Like you've watched Game of Thrones before. You're watching House of Dragon. Uh-huh. I think it's clear he's coming back, and it's like same with this. When Viserys dies, uh. The war is a. We're about to get the very, very early stages of this war, and um, I talked about it with Thomas too. He kind of brought it up. I never considered this. The rest of Westeros has to get involved in this war and then pick sides. Correct. So I think we're going to. The story has slowly gotten bigger and bigger as there's been more kids, and now as we introduce more Westerosi lords, the story's about to get big, and there's about to be a. A war. Four, yeah, yes. it's going to be four seasons of the show. So two things. One, this is what Viserys looks like. This is the dismembered man from uh, like the sequel to Silence of the Lambs. Right. Animal you brought Lecter that... chopped him up. Yeah, yeah, I think I brought that up previously. Yeah. Um. So that's what Viserys looks like now. And then two, correct, talking about the scope of it all. I mean, did you see that um, George R. R. Martin was saying that this has to go four seasons, you know? Yeah. You got really oh. dark for a second. Did uh, it? Did I get yeah. dark? Yeah, something happened to my eyes. No, I got dark for sure. Um, that looks better. Yeah, looks, looks better. better. He said it, it has to go at least four seasons, right? So we're just, we're, we're still in the beginning of the show. I mean, if we're being honest right now, we have three houses. The the um, Targaryens, the Hightowers, and the Velaryons. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. That's all we have right now, right? You get little bits and pieces. You got the Strongs, they're kind of all killed, burnt alive now, and yeah. you get some Lannister, but yeah. that's pretty much it. So, you, and, and Lord knows after this, uh, if my lore is correct, which I think it should be, is that after this revolution is where you see a lot of the houses that we know from the original Game of Thrones show take their power because they back the winning side. Right. Well, also, it's like, you know the Starks are are currently in the North and run the North, and the Lannisters are the second richest family behind the Valyrians. So it's like it's going to be 
interesting to see where that all shakes out and it's something familiar that we know from game of thrones so yes um but back to viserys like when he does die or when he did just die these next two episodes are going to be the catalyst for this war um and i guess we can uh i guess we should go into that dinner scene because it's kind of where i'm at right now sure the final feast yeah um he just wanted it, to do something good. That's all. He yeah, just wanted and, to bring his family together. Well, in Viserys's eye, you know, one eye. Obviously, that reveal of the mask was extremely Game of Thrones, absurdly graphic and gross. Um, but yeah, you could you could see into his goddamn <laughs> frontal lobe through that eye socket. Oh, I saw dude. his brain just pumping blood. I, now that now you say, it, I feel like I had like a nightmare about it, like putting a golf ball in there or something. Fuck. <laughs> Like making like a popping sound coming out. Oh, oh. yeah! The guy um, from Pirates of the Caribbean that always pops his eye out. My eye. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, something like that. He always. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, the wife on the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for Sarah's when he died or his last time seeing his family, he he went out a happy man. Everyone seemed to be getting along, which was really cool to see, and also really sad. And it's like a reminder: the show's a tragedy. The show's a tragedy. Allison and Rhaenyra have tried, and they've tried, and they felt like we had a chance there. We did. Um, it did. It did. It, it finally felt like Allison was at peace that Rhaenyra, you know, for all the squabbling she's done and all the little, you know, backwards whispers that she's done, she finally was just, it really seemed, okay, all right, it's Rhaenyra. It's Rhaenyra. My, my husband literally just, on his deathbed, worked it up to give one final, it's my freaking daughter, all right? Yeah. Like, enough with this bullshit, it's my daughter, right? Yeah. And she's like, okay, fine, fine. I'm not going to fight it anymore. Yeah, it was good to see that. And I liked Rhaenyra saying, like, you did take care of Viserys. And she did. She has been a good wife. Um, you know, honestly, the most interesting part about that dinner, honestly, was, like, the parents, they were, or Alicent, Rhaenyra, Damon, Otto, they squashed the beef for for a second, or minor squashes of the beef. Mm-hmm. They cleaned up a little mm-hmm. bit of it. Mm-hmm. The kids, Viserys dying to the kids didn't make him feel sad or vulnerable. It didn't matter. The kids still felt this conflict. Funny enough, that conflict is only because of the parents squashing the beef. So I thought that was like a really good, like them showing that uh, generational conflict and trauma being passed down. Mm-hmm. The kids don't, they never hated each other, right? Or, or they did. They've always hated each other, but they never knew why. No, no they always loved each other until they just didn't know why. Until he sliced open the eye, you know what I mean? Like they were all very chill. I mean, yeah, you saw them fighting in the yard and shit. I just feel like they didn't know why they hated each other. Right. Well, right. Right. We think in past episodes, it's always Allison going, "Don't you want to be king of the king of Westeros and sit on the Iron Throne?" He's like, right. "For what, ma?" He's like, "Ma, I don't give a shit." You know? It's all passed down from them. Um, yeah. So those kids at the end of the episode get a little bit of a scrap. And they that's where you see like, all right, a little dinner. A little dinner is not going to save this major conflict. It's still there and it's still boiling. Oh, can I just say one thing, which I thought was just hilarious, right? So, of course, little, oh, I can't, what's the youngest brother's name? Jace or Luke? Son? I, I flip him every time. Let's say I Jace. Know. Let's say Jace. I like Jace as well. Um, of course, he's sitting there. He's probably... 15 years old laughing looking at the sliced eye right yeah 
he gets up, he goes, I want to give a toast to my little cousins or my little nephews. He goes, he goes, they're brave, honorable, strong. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, and he gets up. Luke is like, don't say it. what, mom? I'm just saying how strong these boys are. And I'm just like, oh my God, man, that is, you're a little bastard. That was a great line. Yeah, yeah, and that was a great line. And clearly between Aemon and Aegon, right? So Aegon being the heir to the throne, Aemon being one-eyed fucker. Aegon is just a drunk who... He's a little squabbler now, right? Last episode, sorry to cut you off, but yes, he's a little drunk. Last episode, you know, he's beaten off to the open yeah. air, but he's the taller one. He has the dragon, everything's good in his world, and Aemon, Aemon was a little small bitch with no dragon, right? And at right. the end of the episode, he goes crazy. So it's power dynamic is flipped. He's the strong one now. Right, absolutely. And he's got the strongest dragon, and he's clearly a good fighter, as we're starting to see. Mm-hmm. But, like, Aegon doesn't give a shit about any of this, about yeah. anything. He and knocked he ha- up the tavern wench, or the, yeah. the maid. He knocked up the maid. He did. He did not. Dare I say. Yeah. I don't want to say it. He forced himself upon her. That's what was insinuated. Um, you know. She made the brew. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, right. He doesn't give a shit about anything. He's going to be heir to the throne. But Aegon is like this warrior protector strong oh, targaryen oh, god it's brutal it's brutal the, the show yeah yeah let me let me say it quick the show's fucking insane with the names it's crazy yeah. it's crazy yeah. yeah there's two there's two Aegons now mm-hmm. plus Aegon the conqueror who's been mentioned right. a lot uh, a baby about? is now named viserys there's yeah, raya right. bela jace luke aemon Aegon. i mean fuck. there's another joffrey there's another they're they're all blonde they all look the same. It's like it's it's kind of you got to pay attention hard. It's the it's strongs tough. are gingers, right? Or black hair, yeah. Blonde of hair. <laughs> Where would you get ginger from? They're, they're they're totally ginger. The strong kids. Yeah, little strong kids, totally ginger. Their hair is like dark as anything. You are just smoking crack. <laughs> no, not dude. Yes, you are. Well, let Dude, the fans vote. their hair is just pure black. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? They Dude, are... yes, I have it pulled up oh, right now. It looks bad like this. You have to go and rewatch the show. Like it is just so obviously ginger. It is just so obviously ginger. Are you serious? Yeah, just go back and rewatch it, and you're gonna notice it's. Strange. I have I'm the. Telling you. I have the. The pictures. The pictures don't do it justice. The I'm on HBO Max. You're such a nerd. I'm telling you, they're ginger. You have to wait when the light hits it. Like they're it's all right. just obviously I'll, ginger. And they're all right, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. They were all clearly gingers. I'll wait for a scene outside. That's not, candle lit. <laughs> That's not candle lit. Yeah, sponsored by Yankee. This episode, <laughs> Yankee Candle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, dinner scene. Whatever. Um. Another scene I wanted to talk about would be. The beheading of Vaymon oh. Valerian, dude, badass, right? Right. Um, I mean, nice take. Just another part of the episode that got my heart pumping. No more than five minutes before that, Renero was talking to the queen that never was out by the weirwood mm, tree, proposing her deal, and she literally looks at Renero and goes, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, honey, you know they're gonna strike their first blow today. You're fucked. I don't care." how good of a deal it is we're not winning this it's just not gonna happen you know yeah and he gets in there and also the whole time too ticking time bomb i'm thinking well great 
Otto and Allison want him on the throne of Driftmark instead of Rhaenyra's kid. Right. So I'm thinking, well, there it is right now. The second strongest house in Westeros is going to be against our people, you know? So I just, my pores were just open. Right. And I, uh, I had a few things to note on that. One, Rhaenys Targaryen, the queen who never was. I mean, what like a, what a contrast in her character. She like, I felt like she was super bubbly and, open and exciting in the beginning of the show but she's seen a lot of death and she's dealt with a lot of shit and now both kids are dead allegedly and her husband's looking to be dead and now she has to be this politician and when she sits on the driftwood throne and when she does these conversations she's cold and she's harsh so i just like something i I tell you what she in her head she has decided i am not losing power no. Right? She goes, I am not going back to there it goes again. My throne is gone for the second time. I'm not going back to being a nobody that gets made fun of. I'm sticking my ground. You know when Damon chopped off his head, she was like, Yeah, that's best case scenario for me. <laughs> that is best case scenario. Yeah, and it's like it's interesting because we don't know her character super well, right? Like she was supposed to be on the Iron Throne if it wasn't for Viserys. Uh-huh. And she said it many times to her husband that she's giving up that dream. But as she gains a little more power, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets back in the game because she seems like a hardcore hardcore political player. She was ready for retirement. She was. Yeah. Her and Corliss, like, sitting, two kids, going to have a bunch of heirs. Uh, Grand Sire is going to be the next king of westeros at the end of the day she won you know she did good for her house her family her line yeah powerful husband great house it's great you know she accepted it you know all she would do now is just tell renera they're not gonna want a woman you know damn it feels like a woman but not on the iron throne and then now that corliss is gone she's like "Mm, i'm not i'm not leaving i'm not going nowhere yeah and she's she said it. She had multiple conversations with Corliss where she's like, you're going to get our family killed. You're going to put us in danger. And mm-hmm. it, it killed uh, Lena and it ran, ran Lenor away. Um, so to note, she looks like to be back in the game. Um, Question for you. Do you think yeah. she'll ever stoop as low as Cersei? Oh, Rainey's? Yeah, over the next no. over the course of the next couple of seasons, do you think she'll get that vile and twisted? No, she doesn't seem like that type of character. But like, she's a dragon rider, right? So it's like mm-hmm. she's an important side to have on for the war, and she seems more like protective of her grandkids. Yeah, um, and maybe even protective of Rhaenyra a little bit than anything. I don't think she's sure. like this like hardcore okay. schemer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, but the beheading scene, basically... Not even um, a beheading, just a... Oh, it was gross. I mean, it was, it was a beheading, gross. right? But it wasn't the whole head. It was no, just, it was gross. It was just... Uh, I'm going to cut you off again. You're Favorite talking. part about that, no hesitation. Right. No hesitation. Damon loves these boys like his own, mostly because he loves Renera to the ubereth degree, and they're nice political chips, these boys are. These little boys are nice political chips. Then he goes, say it again. He goes, say it again. Just do it. Calls him a bastard. Looks at the king. No hesitation. Two seconds later. Sink! D- didn't even get time to process. And he's sitting yeah. there smiling. He's sheathing his sword. Take his sword. Disarm him. And he's just going, oh. 
He goes, my brother's conscious. He's not off that milk of the poppy right now. He's got my Yeah, pack. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for the nerds out there, maybe not even super nerdy, Damon does have a Valyrian sword, Valyrian steel sword, Dark Sister. Just a little proof there of like how clean it cuts and like mm, how mean, much more powerful the swords are than others. That is a Japanese knife to tuna. I mean, yeah, just yeah. like the videos we watch. Yeah. I mean, they just—it's <laughs> nice and clean. We should uh, we should go to Japan and just spend our whole time getting trained by a tuna, you know, tuna cutting specialist. Three week apprenticeship course. <laughs> On how to chop up these big fish. I want to wear that like all white chef suit with the little white cap yeah. and just just get yeah. worked. Yeah. Not even an option for like for sure. Um, and the last thing I wanted to say about that uh, scene was Viserys's walk out, his like final walk to the throne, which was like just kind of. I mean, honestly, his performance was super emotional all episode. Totally. Um, but that was his last time. His last time he's going to stand up for Rhaenyra, right? That was his last chance to be a good dad. That was dad. all the energy. That was everything he had left in him was to get up there and, and make that decree. I mean, he loved his family. We always knew that. And I think it was on full display there with that walk. Every last bit of energy he did. And he defended him and he saved her daughter because if Jason Luke didn't get that seat, whatever the fuck, one of them didn't get that seat, um, then it's like a unsaid thing that they're bastards. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. small dig. It's the um, end of them. It's, yeah. it's done. Yeah, so Viserys held his ground, every last energy for his daughter and brother that he loves. Totes. Yes. Um, other Totes. scene. Otto also like looked like his heart just poured out of his mouth when the door opened and he saw Viserys. My king, my king, you need some milk of the poppy. Not right. now, Otto. Not now. You know, yeah. he's sitting there. My master plan. Oh, my master plan was just fucked yeah yeah Otto's like you know yeah he without the king he felt like they had it like him and um Allison were you see it with King's Landon the Red Keep actually slowly mm-hmm. taking over it got darker light right, up the, the seven was all over the four, place first four episodes places crawling with people everyone's yes. in court it's jumping it's fun now it feels like what it was in the regular Game of Thrones series right completely empty some religious shrouds strictly business you're not just frolicking anymore strictly business no because we were at the height with king jaceris and king viserys held on to that height for as long as he could it's Um, like when marcus aurelius died in the roman empire end of the golden age end of the golden age it can only be a gold for so long um last scene i want to touch on the final scene Mm. um where viserys is speaking of the prophecy, thinking he's talking to Rhaenyra and he's talking to Alicent, and we get the misplaced words. I... I was almost little... put holes through my shirt. Yeah. I was just sitting there like, no, no. He, like, he, he's, he's high off his mind. Right. Dying. Right. And and, and that is all the justification that Alicent... Exactly. No, it's a great point. That's what pisses me off. That's a great all point. All that she needed. One word. Even if he had no idea what he was talking about and it was completely unrelated and he thought it was Renera, fine. I I un, I hear you, my king. Yeah. Your wish will be granted, my king. Fuck off. No, it's a great point. It's like she heard what she wanted to hear. She heard Aegon. She heard King. She said, bingo. That's his last wish. She knows that's 
bullshit. She took mm-hmm. it for as she, she heard what she wanted to hear, and that was so clear. Um, which was a just like fuck you, because she's gonna use it. It's basically personal validation. It's not like a the king wrote a letter to be king. It's all for her. It's personal validation that she can do all this bad shit because she's always like she does this bad shit, but she acts like it's justified. So I think that's what's gonna happen with her. And we know, just like in the regular series, a piece of paper, word of mouth, is not going to make things peaceful. It yeah. is poor Ned Stark learned the hard way. It is not going to, it's not going to go over well. All right, that's what he said just to you on his deathbed on Milk of the Poppy 20 minutes before he died. We have a new king, a new king. Right. Yeah, right. So one of the frustrating things about Allison, her just taking it as she will. Um, after after all the peace, all, after all the peace you made with Renera, Renera. I'm going to get the kids home, but I'll be back for a little me and you. Let's drink some wine. Let's have some girl time. Let's be yeah. friends again. I'll be back on Dragon. Two hours tops, I'll be back. You know, one fortnight, I'll be back for some dinner and dancing. How does that sound? And Allison, that sounds that sounds splendid. That sounds great, Renera. You know, yeah. they made all the peace. They made all the peace. It was fine. Well, like, it kind of shows how much bullshit that dinner was. And, like, sure, they squashed the beef. But it was like, it wasn't, they didn't really do it. One dinner is not going to save 20 years of drama, 20 years of resentment. They got to build back that bridge, but. No, it was the start of it. But it's like, in Viserys' eyes, maybe when he died, he felt like he did it, which is good for him because he deserved that. He always tried. But it's clear, Allison, (laughs) Rhaenyra raising a glass and going, you know, cheers, Allison. You've been so nice to my father. She likes that. She also is like, she wants Aegon to be king. Um, you know what I'll say too? Of course, right after we get this episode of an hour and 11 minutes long, so probably like 55 minutes of runtime. Um, for the first time, probably all season, we have King Viserys doing the right, the honorable thing, doing the right decision. The whole episode is sitting there and just fist bumping, right? You're like, Viserys. All about You're him. my king. You're yeah. finally a man, right? You're, you're finally ready to die. You, you had your last action. And of course, right at the end of the episode, he fucks up, right? It's not his fault. But of course, right at the end of the episode, you sit there and you go, you know, it's like a sitcom, Viserys, and everyone in the background, oh, you know, that's that's what just happened, right? Uh, Ah, classic Viserys. But like, dude, he was fucking dead. Half of his brain was in in the afterlife. It's just a me thing. It was just a me thing, right? The whole season, it's been fuck up after fuck up. Cut open my wife. I'll marry Allison instead of uh, Lena. You know, I'll do this and that, and I'll back her and get mad at him and get drunk at a wedding, yada, yada, yada. And it's, you know, he's not a strong king, right? The Iron Throne kills those who are not rightful to sit upon it. And he finally... Tooth and nail, walking up, drops the crown. I'm fine. Yeah, Viserys. And then he just mutters it, and it's Viserys. He should have died five minutes earlier. Yeah, he had his chance to go out. I, uh, I thought the prophecy. I understand why they brought in this show, and I think it has been helpful to like show Rhaenyra's motives. But it, it is frustrating how like tied it in, how tied in it is to season eight and the lore like i, I kind of wish because lily's watching and like you know i've talked about this in the last episode like there can be tears of viewers but like she doesn't watch game of thrones and i was like she can watch the show but the only thing she won't understand is that fucking prophecy and dagger um 
Yes, but I know in the books, Azora High, the prince who was promised, is like a pretty a pretty main focal point throughout the books. And they still do mention it a lot in the original show, not just in the final season, right? Yeah. But, you know, the the Melisandre, what's the red? Yeah, Melisandre, what? whatever. Yeah, you're on it. You're on it. It's good. The whole time, you Missandre. know, Stannis, Stannis, there's a, something brewing in the north. You no, are the I... rightful heir. I've seen it in the flames, right? I, I know, but but does the prophecy come true in the show? Uh, what do you mean? Who's Arya is the one who does it, and and according to Viserys, a Targaryen needs to be sitting on the throne, and it's like all right. of these things that need that are like in 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 the Zora High, the prince who's promised, like carries a flaming sword, and all of these things might come true in the books, but according in House of Dragon, the canon we're in is Game of Thrones season eight. I also blame a little bit of D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. Bad no writing, doubt. Right? No like, doubt. I'm, if it was George R. R. Martin all the way through, it would have been, you know, compl- a little more complete. I, I get what you mean. It's a little, it's, every time you hear it, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. You really got to throw that in there. Come on. Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're overdoing it a little bit. But, I mean, it's also quite a focal point of the story, right? I don't think they just put that in there just no, you're right. to put it in there. I mean, it started this whole revolution. So clearly... You know, him talking about this prophecy drunk out of his mind to Allison literally just changed all of Westeros for the end of time. So I don't think that's just a small piece of dialogue that they can just interject that was clearly in George R. R. Martin's little encyclopedia, right? Clearly, no. this is the backstory. You're right. No, it's a huge part of the story. Right. I just find it to be a bit confusing. Like, the only reason me and you know about this prophecy is because we've watched a fuck ton of YouTube videos, right? Yeah. Like, sure. if we watched the show, we'd be aware of it, but we really wouldn't know about it. But we watch right. a lot of YouTube videos, and and it's become a focal point, but I feel like, I don't know, it's just, it's just a little hard to follow, I feel like. I feel like it's just a little hard to like keep up. Agreed. It's choppy because they bring it in every three episodes or they don't. And it's a quick mention and it's a dagger. And I, I get what you mean. And you're trying to make the connection, but you've never actually had it explained to you because you haven't watched YouTube like us because we're mega nerd losers. So it's just, who the fuck is this prince that was promised, right? You know, who's this Aegon? I thought Arya killed, you know, it's like, I get what you mean. Yeah, it is. I, I don't hate it. I actually like that it's in the show because it has clearly like showed the motivations of these targaryen kings and rhaenyra and being mm-hmm. like this massive burden um but <laughs> kj cut it out kj boone <laughs> i'm gonna put it all on the lap. <laughs> get this man away from the casino not the head shake <laughs> fucking kj all right scrap the azora high the prophecy thing but like you know prophecies are for like nerds and and these are like theories and deep lore and it's a it's just it's deep lore for a tv show that's kind of for everyone that's kind of the main point yeah for sure, right? But that's the beauty of it. It's not right? that it's the, bad. It's not that it's bad. The more invested you become into it, the better the show is, right? Surface level, it's unbelievable. But the second you really stick your claws in and start doing some research and having those light bulb, oh, moments, the show becomes that much better 
because of how much of this world is created and intermingled, right? It's not like Star Wars, one storyline. Oh, there's you know, little Easter eggs mm. here, little Easter eggs there, but you've seen it all on film. It's House of the Dragon, it's Game of Thrones, and they talk about stuff that pops up in both, right? It all goes back to Aegon's Conqueror, Aegon conquering, which all goes back to the doom of Valyria, right? There's so much history and so much story that, you know, the, if you do decide to start watching YouTube videos, you're literally, you, you pop a boner to go and rewatch the show or the episode. Yeah. Is, you're going to pick that up, right? That's why they always say it's better to, every time you rewatch Game of Thrones, it gets better. Yeah. Because you're doing it for a reason and you make those connections. No, that's absolutely. I talked. I did the tears last time, last episode with Thomas. Like, you can watch without watching Game of Thrones and have never read the books and never been on YouTube, and it's a great show. Totally, it just happened. And you can also say the blonde girl and the queen and the old king and the kid with the eye patch, and you just not know their names, and it'd be a great yeah. show. Yeah. And, and you can watch YouTube videos and you can read the book and like you get a little deeper. The learn the better and the better the show gets. That's totally absolutely facts. And I guess that does help with them bringing in the prophecy because me and you do know about it, so it does make sense to us. Sometimes they force it in. The Song of Ice and Fire. Like, come on. Okay, it seems a little too, you know, whatever. I, and I don't know. It would be different if maybe I read the book that House of the Dragon is based on and or if before I ever saw the original Game of Thrones show, if I knew that in the books they referenced the Song of Ice and Fire a lot. You know, and I don't know that for sure. I'm going to have to do some research as well. But, you know, maybe to somebody, you know, maybe Thomas, I'd love to ask him that, you know, do they reference a song of ice and fire a lot in the book, the song of ice and fire or in other things? You know what I mean? Like, it, are they not overdoing it? Is it truly, you know, what it is, right? Is it not yeah. that much of a, like, uh, nails on a chalkboard? Yeah, and I guess it, weird enough, it is the main catalyst in this story. It's right. the reason he made Rhaenyra queen. Yeah. It's the reason Allison wants Aegon to be king. So yeah. I guess it is it is important. So I don't know. I don't even that was a muddy take. I don't even know what my take was. You had some yeah, good points. I don't know. We, we you know we're spitballing. Keeping it fresh. Bite sized, right? Bite sized. Bite size. Um, um really, yeah, go ahead. last thing I wanna say before we move out of House of the Dragon, really quick, just a preview for the next episode. I mean, this episode I think is gonna be 60 minutes of remember season one episode nine or episode eight or seven of game of thrones ned stark goes in the throne room city watch put that yawn away boy get get yourself a diet coke um where it's basically just the tiny little revolution in the red keep right everyone's yeah. killed, slaughtering each other in the streets it's the classic little finger one right yeah. yeah i think a solid 40 minutes of next week is literally going to be people like, like uh, how do i even say this the <laughs> intro for next week it was Three of the King's Guard being we're loyal to the king. This is treason. And the other, like Kristen Cole pulling out a sword with Alice and like, ah, she's the rightful heir. You know, it's her firstborn son. And it's just gonna be a whole nationwide, everyone's killing everyone. Whose side are we on? You know? Right. Now's the time to hop on the train to either move up, move up the ranks and get a better seat, get a better house, or you're getting pushed to the basement and they're killing all your heirs. Yeah. So I'm just oh, to see the sides that are taken is gonna be crazy like you know what i mean yeah give me some predictions because you're at people forget or people don't know game of thrones episode episode nine is usually the precipice of the action it's usually the main <sighs> point and 10 follows the action but also cleans up sets also up for two good. It, also is very good nine's gonna hit that peak 10's gonna finish that peak clean up set up for two right it's kind of like yeah. a, but nine's that main peak so 
what do you what do you think is that what you think is going to happen like all the all the jockeying for position quick totally who's here totally. who's it's going to be get on, it's get on the boat or get fucked is what is going to happen next episode right? i think we're going to see obviously the valerians because you know they're getting married they're pretty intertwined but what i'm interested to see is their house is not around in game of thrones so something catastrophic well, is going to happen I, uh, to them. I, I said the exact same thing to Thomas, and he said they actually are in the books, not in the oh, TV really? show. Yes. I, well, I, I said the same exact thing you said. Huh. Well, I, then that makes me think that somehow they chose the wrong side because clearly they lost a lot of power. I don't know, or really wiped out. But regardless, I mean, I'm sure they'll side with the Targaryens. I'm assuming the Lannisters will as well, just because of what where their seat of power looks like in the future. And then, obviously, the houses that we know from the book. So we'll we'll probably see. You know, uh, they mentioned the Tullys are in there. You know, fighting over River Run or whatever. We'll get the Baratheons stepping up. We'll get a bunch of houses on that side, right? And, and you know who else we're gonna get? Um, they gave two two times they foreshadowed the. I guess they're like super old houses. They're not in Game of Thrones TV show. The Brackens and someone else. It's that little kid who fights the dude. He um, stabs his guts when they're yeah. in, in the Millie Alcock love line. Yeah, he <laughs> he calls him a, uh, a craven and he like, kills him. And then yeah. also in the small council meeting, they talk about, I think it's the Blackwoods and uh, the Brackens. Um, they talk about them having a little conflict. So they did sure. it twice, so I think they're going to be in the future. Um, cool. Predictions. I mean, obviously more incest and obviously a lot more death. Like, I think a lot of people are going to die in this war. I think by the... I don't know how you can call that a prediction. I think that's just... That's the no, I think... I think slaughtered. Yeah, I just want that to be reminded, like, I don't know how many people we're are going to make it to the end. To get, we're about to get mad dragon-on-dragon dragon warfare. We're probably yeah. going to see a good three-fourths of all those kids die. That's my guess as well, and some tragic killings, right? We're probably going to see probably all of Allison's kids slaughtered somehow. We'll probably lose a lot of Renera's kids as well. We'll see some Valerians die. I don't. I can't see a lot of the kids making it out of this. Yeah, I I just worry by the end of four. I mean, there's no dragons in Game of Thrones. That's known. That's known. It Damn is known. It is known. Right, um, that's what I mean. The dragon riders are going to get fucked, right? It's dragon on dragon warfare. Who are the dragon rider, riders? The kids. So I I feel like a lot of them are about to get chopped off. Yeah, I mean, all the kids plus Rainies plus Damon plus Rhaenyra. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only one who really isn't a dragon rider is <laughs> Alicent and <Right>. Otto. <laughs> Maybe Otto wins. Um, yeah, but let's not forget her kid is the strongest dragon. Yeah, Vagar is the strongest dragon. Um. Other prediction, Patty Considine is going to win an Oscar. Emmy. Emmy. Yeah, was, yeah, he, he does a crazy performance. Um, I did want to say something. I just rewatched most of the episodes with Lily. I mean, I watched all of them, but I was like on my phone for a little bit. Damon Targaryen is someone to pay attention to. I kind of forgot he was really interested in the throne, and not only was he named the heir too. And like, I don't know how far his intentions went away when people were like, I forget who said it early in the episodes, like you should ma- marry Rhaenyra to get closer mm-hmm. to the throne. Or like, are you going to mm-hmm. marry Rhaenyra? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did marry Rhaenyra. And he maybe did. he does love her. And maybe he does care about the kids. I think he does. I, think, I do I think too. It's been I think he's episode. changed, but I think he changed. But like, pay attention to that. 
he got a lot closer to something that he seems pretty far away from early in that in the season. True. He's he's making money moves. That's that's no secret. But I I really do think it's love. I I, I, mean, I agree. No, I agree. It seems like it's love, and I feel like he's gonna be a sword for her and be a pure warrior for her. Um, and really put his neck out there with yeah, dude. He's he's gonna lead the Targaryen army. Like he 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 loves a good killing. You know what yeah. I mean? He is he will gut Otto himself with no remorse. He will cut God. up those kids. Oh, I yeah. wonder how this becomes like. I wonder how this turns into the a war because we've been so much in the Red Keep and it's been so tight. Like, how does yeah. this become like? battlefields and war like it's, it's things are going to change if and if i mean shit i bet by the time season two releases we'll know if it's going to be greenlit for like the full four or however long they imagine it going i think i, four, I, I think four I is bet solid i bet they'll green light season three before season two premieres that's my guess yeah i, I mean the show's wildly popular um and i think oh, yeah. four seasons is good I don't know what happens in the middle, but I know how it ends. So yeah, um, right. The prince who was promised you are. I am the prince who was promised. Let's just hope I don't beat you in fantasy this week, so you don't have to tell me. <laughs> Could you imagine if I just like was just like a shitty person and just legitimately held that over your head all the time? So I'm start like being like, I'd be like, I get oh, a call uh, from you. I'd be like, right uh, uh, no, no, it, t- no, give me the money. Uh, uh, you know, like I start saying I'm, the words. I'm thinking more. You text me on like tuesday hey i got some podcast ideas i want to run by you right i beat you on monday night football nail biter yeah you go hey i got something to run by you for the podcast I'm like, hey what's up dan you just go he's gonna die and he's gonna kill her and it's gonna be the end and i'm just sitting there you know i, I just maybe threw up in my mouth i'm trying to my face goes pale you know and i'm, I'm full-on viscerasing right now you know i'm just trying to catch myself i'm sick i'm sick uh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but I'm still enjoying the show very much. Yeah, poppycock. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like you know, you can still enjoy the show and know Jon Snow when he gets stabbed is going to come back next season. Like you know, right. it doesn't ruin the show. No, but I mean, when you're watching that live, it's just a whole other. You know, I'm I'm going home. I'm going home mid mid October from a long day of, of AP. European history. My mom's like, "What's wrong, honey? You look really out of it today." And I just go, "Ah, I just don't know if he's alive." Yeah, you know, it's just, it's you know, it's a catalyst of good TV. Wait, how do you, uh, how do you think it's all gonna end? What do you, what do you think is gonna be the final straw, final person sitting there? The whole thing. Also, I wanted to think like, uh, well, that's why I brought up the Damon thing. I didn't finish my point. Uh, Is there gonna be a third person? fighting for the throne we got that in game of thrones there's always like extra parties being added renly stannis all these other names is there going to be a third person so i said damon who's like also has a claim for it was it purely green black aegon rhaenyra i like green black i just because i think the differences from game of thrones is that nobody else has somewhat of a claim, right? Because right. they've been so incest-driven and right. keep marrying among these like two, three, four houses. Yeah, it's not Robert Baratheon took the throne, and then you have the Lannisters, and then all the Baratheon heirs, and then no, you're this right. and that. You know, I I think it's gonna and, and they have dragons, right? Let's say the Lannisters go, we put in our bid for the Goblet of Fire. Yes. You know, both of them are gonna both like the. Uh, 
Targaryens in the high towers. Be like, you want to just go burn them real quick, and then we'll get back to our war. Right. Like, yeah, let's do it. And then they just they just carpet bomb them Vietnam style, put them to dot hair and haul that bitch. Right. And then they come back, and you know, no one can. can Good point. Good point. So maybe Damon's the only option. You're really pushing Damon, then you're scaring me. But um, I just rewatched it, and like he, they really right. were showing that he wanted this. I mean, how I think it ends, Targaryens win, right? So I mean, that's that's known. But I think the real question is at what cost. So I'm sure we're gonna see some kind of bloodline mix, or some baby just born, or something like that. Or maybe it is Damon like slits Rhaenyra's throat the second they kill the High Towers, which I doubt it, but. At what cost, right? The, the Targaryens win, but people are going to die. Yeah, the family obviously gets weakened after this. For sure, right? Dragons are gone. The bloodline fins. It's all one man on one male family, you know. And then you get to the Mad King. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't exactly a prediction. Who wins? Greens or blacks? Blacks. Blacks. You did say that. Yeah. Blacks. All right. We shall see. Four seasons later, like in eight years, we'll be able to follow yeah, up. Right. Every, I know. Everyone's doing these new season every other year now. I can't deal with this bullshit. Oh, I need a schedule. I need I, I need it to start every August, every third week of August, like the olden days. We're going to have to wait so long. I mean, just shut up. So fucking long. Shut your whole mouth. It's going to be like two new Star Wars movies out by the time the show's done. Yeah, fuck off. Um... Yeah, so that's our take on House of the Dragon. I hope you guys liked it. I sure liked it. Yeah, I hope they liked it too. Um, what have you been watching, my friend? Okay, so Lord of the Rings show, obviously, um, every Thursday. Didn't watch for like three straight weeks, and then I wanted to get back into it, and now I'm hooked. First five episodes were kind of eh. In the last three were actually pretty cool. You see a lot of things happen that pretty drastically set up all the movies and nice. like, the Peter Jackson trilogies and stuff. Um, so it's been good the last couple of weeks. Andor, which I'm about to watch right after we wrap up this. The new episode just dropped. Nice. Handmaid's Tale, going to watch right after I watch Andor. That is heating up. I love that show. I love that show so much. Dahmer, uh, that's, that was good. I mean, it was creepy for sure. Evan Peters absolutely murders it as Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, that's, I think you should check that out if you're into that kind of stuff. It's pretty real life. It's pretty freaky. Other than that, uh, a lot of fantasy football trades, three in the last week. Um, I really haven't been watching much. I've been pretty busy these last two weeks, moving and everything, setting stuff up. Yeah, you sound super busy, man. I have been. I, I moved for a full week. We, we were able to move stuff up Monday through Friday. And then Barker and Josh got here the next day on Saturday. Yeah. So I literally just had like 12 days of action. I know. I, I see you working every day, just playing the guitar during the workday. I have. Uh, yes, I've been watching. What else have I been watching? Myself playing guitar. I'm getting pretty good. Yeah, don't say that while you're on the uh, on the company clock. Uh, I, send that to the, I send that to a few constituents. I send that to my little birds, my, yeah. my little children, my spiders. But, you know they keep that shit locked. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not getting to the big boss, the bootleg, like the bootleg software boss. Right, they go and tell my boss KJ Boone shows up with Blade. You know KJ Boone's. Maybe I'll turn that into like a Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde scenario. <laughs> you know, I'll be like, it's Hunter Andres. What's up? And then KJ Boone. You know, one, I don't, one, yeah, one hundred nine point eight. Uh, yeah. 
KJ um, Boone's a, a fluid, a gamble addicted killer. Fluid, very. Um, I've been watching a little YouTube thing. Been a while since we talk about YouTube. I have been binge YouTubing GQ's um, actors, and they talk about their most iconic roles. They're like 15, yeah, 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 minutes, and some of them are just they are very cool to watch. So I, I probably watched like ten of them in the last week. They're like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes long a piece. I, I think for your birthday next year, I'm gonna get you um, an acting class. I'm gonna send you to an acting class. Oh, I, I think I'll have to go if it's free. Happy birthday. Um, what Starlight have I been Express. watching? Starlight Express. I have been watching, which I really, really recommend to you and to anyone listening. Welcome to Wrexham. Um, it has been simply amazing. I think they're like up to episode 15 or 16 now. Tonight's the finale. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so I think it's a 15-episode season. 16. 16. Are you watching? No, but I, you know, I follow Rob, Rob McElhinney and Ryan Reynolds. I gotcha. shove them both up my ass. Gotcha. Um, no, it was, like, honestly, insanely surprising how good it's been. And, like, just they've done a great job of, like, showing the emotions of the town and the people and then also, like, showing the soccer team. Like, I have refused to look up Wrexham on my phone because I do not want to know what happens. And I am in. Like, when they lose, I'm like, her. you know, when they win, it's like, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been an emotional experience for not only the soccer, but also, like, the story of the town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I do recommend that, Hunter. I think you would really like that. Very cool. Ted Lasso in real life, they say. Yeah. Um, that's on Hulu. I've also started watching Abbott Elementary, um, which the first season's on HBO Max, also on Hulu. The second season is currently coming out on ABC, streaming on Hulu. Um, I've been enjoying that. I haven't gotten a sitcom in a long time, so refreshing refreshing to have a sitcom on your lineup especially a new one sure like that yeah um sitcoms are good they're good nice to have in the lineup i saris oh for saris um other than that i watched house of dragon over again with lily and then i'm missing something else but yeah that's it rick and morty no, I haven't watched. Missing out. I started Survivor, um, but it's not doing it for you. reality TV, man. It, it's not it's, the same as it was uh, in the early two thousands. It's gotten it's too, so it's fucking too HD PC. Now. Oh my god! It's too, it's too PC and it's too HD. No, yeah, the quality's good, but it's like, dude, there's no no one can be mean, no one can scheme, and it's all about this person who was hit by a bus. And yeah. lost both of her parents, and then this person got bit by a fucking shark and is dyslexic. Mm-hmm. And it's like I get the stories; I'm all for it. But like, what about me lying to Hunter's face and saying I swear on my five kids, and then five minutes later I go and vote him out, and right. he's shook. Where are the villains? Where, Where are the villains? villains? No, everyone's giving each other fucking hugs after every time they vote someone out. It's like, ah, dude, I watched the first two episodes and I'm just like, I, I don't know if I'm fucking, I don't know if I'm into it anymore. Right, right. That's a shame. That's it a shame. is. I mean, it's Survivor. That's Those old seasons are gold. Oh, we, we had a great time watching Heroes They're versus gold. Villains. They're great. They're Rupert? Ru- Rupert. He's Rupert. He's a good kid. He hit a girl like I meant to. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I have the other watched guy? There's another villain. He was bald. Boston. Oh, Russell Hance? Yeah, Russell. Russell's an evil man. There's Russell. There's Boston Rob in that season. There's Parvati. Boston Rob. Boston Rob, too. Boston Rob. Parvati's the devil. And then Sandra she's... wins it. But she's a beautiful devil. Yeah, she's a <laughs> She's a she's a siren. Hmm. Or a mermaid, you know. I don't know what that means, Craven. You know, like a siren in in uh in uh old Greek mythology, you know, like the Percy Jackson books and shit. Yeah. You know, like they would sing and they're really pretty, and then they get close to you, and it turns out they're these oh. like, mermaids, and they pull you into the water and eat you. Gotcha. In the Sea of Monsters. Yeah, yeah. In general, I mean, they're in like the Iliad, or the Whoa. Odyssey, whichever one is the travel thing, as well on top of Sea of Monsters. It's like. That's what mermaids are based off of, and gotcha. You'd always sailors would always crash into the rocks and stuff because they'd see all these scantily clad women singing beautiful, and they they'd move the boat towards it, and then they would just kill everybody on board, and the ship would crash. I'm following. You know your history, even yeah, if it's not real. Yeah. Um, mythology, I, mythology. Mythology. Thank you. I am super excited for that show, the Percy Jackson series on on uh, Disney Plus. I am juiced for we'll that. See. We'll see. No. Come on. You're not excited for it? I'm excited, but I saw what they did with the movies. Yeah, but this has um, whatever the author's name is very much involved in this. Oh, uh, fucking... Peter. No, not Peter. Is it Rick? Rick Riordan. Rick Riordan. Is it Riordan? Yeah. All right, next week we'll be reviewing Hot Tub Time Machine. Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) We could. We could, yeah, you know, that's definitely an option. I, I love how you threw it out there. Um, we could do Hot Tub Time Machine. I was down for that. What is it, 11 o'clock? I might throw that on before I go to bed tonight. It sounds like a good fall asleep movie. No, but Dan, how about you tell them what we're really covering next week? Did we decide? Yeah. Oh. Oh, House of Dragon episode. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. You're right, we did decide. Next week, we will be reviewing, now streaming on HBO Max, starring Austin Butler. We will be reviewing Elvis. Elvis, yes. Elvis. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. And Hunter's going to wear the loose pants and uh, do the shake and, you know, no, rock, actually, rock some women's I world. Can't, I can't make it next week. It's going to be KJ Boone filling in for me. So he's going to be on the show. I think you guys will like him a lot. He's a good lad. Um, so he's a, good, he's a good guy he wears all leather too and i think he's got some outfits back there he's been training on i don't know um yes we're excited to cover elvis uh there's some shows wrapping up soon that we'll get to we got some rewatches planned still waiting for dan to watch nope so we can have my good friend on this show concept artist of the movie nope very good man very good at call of duty player um other than that I don't think uh, anything else. We're going to have some bits ready for next week. We're going to get really organized. Um, we're going to do some crazy shit. We're going to bring the wheel out here, which we're going to spin coconut bras painted on nipples. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> um, nope is still 20 bucks. Um, I'll wait for that to become within my budget, and then I will watch it. Also, what am I watching? You ask? I have just restarted the Harry Potter series. Nice. Um, Classic October thing. Rachel and I are all into it. We're on uh, Chamber of Secrets right now. Just started it a couple nights ago. And I just watched Edward Scissorhands. It just all came back to my head. That the movie, the Harry Potter movie series is just fantastic, honestly. Fantastic, all around. Should we cover Hocus Pocus 2? 
one of these days? Yeah, sure, I can get behind that. Cool, okay. I guess, I, I guess I haven't watched shit. Yeah, no, you haven't been watching at all. What have I been doing? I don't know. Started playing video games again, I don't know. Not me, I'm just trying to play guitar, keep myself grounded. Yeah. I cut the hair, you know, we talk about it, but I cut the hair. I literally feel like a new man. It got to the point where my hair was so long and I let whatever I call a beard grow in so aggressively that even a shower wouldn't make me look good. So I just had to start working from home. And when I get into a vicious work from home routine, I just don't get productive. So literally when I got out of the haircut yesterday, I literally felt reborn. I didn't yeah, get good since, since mid July. So no, you July, look off September. like to be respectful. You look awful when your hair gets out of control. It, it was like senior year of college. You know what I mean? It is just poof and it is disgusting. I, I have and a I, video. I mean, it's early. It might be August or September in our senior year. Like we're still in the COVID days, right? COVID days, not days. Like no freshmen or sophomores are on campus. The realm was dark. I have a video of you in your bed on my camera. It's two HD. I mean, your hair is your hair is so long, you dude. It doesn't even it doesn't even look like you. Lice it does jumping around. <laughs> yeah, you started naming them, dude. You just have dandruff and lice, and it's all in your bed, and you just fester in it. Let me look up a quote. Yeah, I I wish you had those prepared. That's what I wanted. That would make my day if you didn't have to look it up. If you just came in hot with, all right. Here's no, but it's more fun when I look it up. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's Why? You can, that's something you can tighten up. Let's. Can we put it for a poll for the fans? Do they like how you research it on on potting, or do they like if you come prepared with it? No. Listen, last episode was the most prepared I've been for an episode don't in a while. fucking that's... snap at me. I was ready for you, and you weren't ready for me. You gave me two fibs. Excuse you told me, me. two fibs. You told me two fibs in a row. Uh, dude, Barker and Josh wanted to go out drinking five nights a week. No, 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 no. I I gave you fair warning. I said, I know Barker and Josh are in town. No need to do a podcast. We wanted to, though. We no, 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 no. I said, no need to do a podcast. How about Tuesday? You go, absolutely. Barks would love to do it. You went to a fucking concert. That's not impromptu. We bought, you- we bought, we bought those same day. We bought those in our wait side note, Rachel and I, we weren't gonna go. I was gonna buy them off Craigslist till I found out it was a scam. I, thank God I didn't. Thank God you Indian didn't, man. dude. Some Indian man for sure. Talked to him on the phone. They were fake as fuck. Okay. Um but literally concerts at seven or uh, I think opening acts at like six thirty. It's four thirty. Rachel and I just keep refreshing Ticketmaster. Hundred bucks a piece, six rows up at Red Rocks. It was the coolest thing ever of all time. Nice. So I, that was enough. But you might have been talking to my associate KJ Boom, and he messes, <laughs> he messes up dates and time. Yeah, KJ fucking sucks at texting. KJ um, Boom's bad. And then the the worst part was, I was like, fine, you couldn't do it. You're like, go to a concert, whatever. Then I was, you're like, oh, we can definitely do Wednesday. And I was like, what time? And you go, well, we're going to the Avalanche game. How about after? I mean, if you go to the Avalanche game, you're back 11 o'clock your time. That's 1 in the morning my time. We're going to record then? KJ Boone. Yeah, KJ's a fucking problem. (laughs) So, listen, listen. I haven't been doing my part, and you keep telling me fibs. I'm not fib. It's not me. I didn't do the dub. It's Bozo. It's KJ. (laughs) Bozo. 
JJ did the dub. All right, you ready? Yeah. This is from my good friend Aristotle. Okay. He said, patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. You like that one? Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Zaydi, do your dance. You know? Dude, I, I, uh, I went to um, this Greek church around me. has a festival every Frankie late K summer. There. What? Frankie K was there? Yeah. They have this big festival, and they sell euros and all sorts of lots of food. And you go there, and you eat. There's really loud Greek music, and you drink a mythos beer. But this time when I was there, the dancers were out, right? And it's like this very classical, traditional Greek dance, right? All the boys are locked. All the girls are locked. They're wearing traditional stuff. And they're just like walking in circles for like five, ten minutes. It's been a while. Just waiting for my food. I'm watching respectfully. And when I say they haven't done anything, I mean they haven't done anything. They just go in a circle. They get closer. They get farther. Right when I'm about to get my food, one of the lead dude just yells, Whoopa! I mean, he screams it, and he starts. He does it. He gets low, and he starts kicking it, and he starts kicking it, kicking it, kicking it, and then he gets up and he goes. And then ten seconds later, whoopa! He's, it was dude. It was a treat. Here's a question, right? I want to leave to our fans: Who is responsible for that kind of dance? You know, like this. Is yeah. it is it the Jews? <laughs> is it the Greeks? Or is it the medieval Russians? Right, I, I don't, I don't know this, and I don't want to research it. Maybe you guys can comment on. Maybe we can clip this. Uh, but you know the dance I'm talking about. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. You know, like you, you see it at the Jewish weddings and the bar mitzvahs, and you see it at the Greek weddings and the church things, and then you see the old like World War II videos and pre World War II videos with the drug Russians are like, <laughs> you, you know, like that. So that's a Wait. little. Let's let our fans there. I want to. I think. I think the Russians are responsible because what's that song we really like that used to be on the middle of our streams? Is it? Uh, oh, Rasputin. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, but I want, I want our fans. Patreon, you know, maybe you get a reward. Maybe you'll get the first. Uh, what are you watching? T-shirts. If you could answer this history question, if you, if you don't yawn on me, if you've made it all the way till the end here to answer this question, so I appreciate you. Yeah, I uh, I did give my quote. So before we leave, I want to say my quote one more time and thank our sponsors. Patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. And thank you to DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM. Um, points bet. Points bet, Barstool Sportsbook. Caesars. And Caesars um, for sponsoring Hunter's best, Hunter the Consumer's Best Bet, Danny the Wine Man's Best Bet, Hunter the Consumer and Danny the Wine Man's Handshaked Best Bet, um, Birds and Bills Parlay. Nice. That was good. Um, yeah, just to add on advance points, subscribe on Patreon. No refunds. Sorry if you use your grandmother's card. We appreciate you get exclusive content. It's the same as what's on the free stuff, but if you start paying us, we'll have more. Thank you to our sound technician. What's his name? Eric? I forget because we're just that much higher than him. He's a piece of shit. He's, yeah. a, he's dog shit. Dog shit. Random. Figure out what you do, Eric. Um, he's great. Uh, Dan, I forgot to mention this. Happy Yom Kippur. Thank you. Uh, let your family know that. That is spectacular. I love holidays. We're in the holiday season. And Rosh Hashanah, too. And, and Rosh Hashanah, yes. To a sweet and, new year. To a sweet toast that uh, Manischewitz to that. Very cool. Um, and as always, uh, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. All right. You guys. I love you, baby Frank.